the volume. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What is going on, everybody? Happy New Year. Uh, Well, it's not exactly the New Year yet, but we're putting this out a couple days before New Year's. We obviously usually put this podcast out on Friday, but because of New Year's, consumer habits change, and it just throws everyone off these holiday weeks. Uh, I just put the podcast out on Thursday. We're going to keep this very short and sweet. Middlecoff Mailbag is going to get pushed back till next week at John Middlecoff is the Instagram slide up in the DMs. We obviously do it twice a week here, Tuesdays and Fridays, but this is going to be, uh, this podcast is going to be a centered around one man. That's going to be John Madden. Give my two takes on the playoff games, uh, a little hashtag upset city, and then we'll get you out of here. Okay. Let's dive into John Madden. And, uh, I want to start off by saying this. I felt like I lost a family member when the news was announced. I've never met the guy. Uh, I, I just, I, I felt like, you know, when someone dies and you've never met them, but for whatever reason, you know, she tends to be famous people, whether it's a musician, whether it's whoever, you know, if you like to read an, uh, uh, a writer, I, I don't care who you are. Obviously, if you listen to this podcast and if you're in my age range in your thirties, you grew up on this guy. This guy was a sound in the background of your life. If you like football and let's face it, what, where I grew up. In Northern California, the 49ers when I was a kid were like the Yankees. And John Madden called 49ers, Packers, and Cowboy games. Because they were the three best teams in the NFC. And he worked for Fox. And, you know, he's a Northern California guy. He lived down the street from me. He graduated from Cal Poly where I graduated. And I just felt like I knew him. And I'm sure many people that are listening have somewhat similar thoughts it's just, it was a tough one. It really was. And I, I, my overall takeaway, and I've just thought about it, wrote down some of my thoughts, that he's going to rem- be remembered for two things to my generation. I can only speak for myself. He was the narrator of football, and he was the greatest salesman in the history of pro sports. And from a narration standpoint, when he got hired at Fox, and the NFL, I think, went to a completely different level, he narrated Troy Aikman, Steve Young, and clearly Brett Favre, who almost made a mythological figure I'll get to in a second. And then he sold the game to people around the country who it's by far the most complex game, not even arguable, right? There is literally a play call on every single snap, offensively and defensively. There are way more coaches in football than any other sport. It is complicated. When I got hired in the NFL... From where I had been in college football for two years, it was crazy. I felt overwhelmed. I did not know what was going on. And John Madden made football 
consumable. He made football fun. He made the complex pretty basic and easy. And there never has been, and there never will be another quite like John Madden. He's the greatest salesman for one of the greatest American businesses currently. Without John Madden selling the shit out of this sport, who knows where the NFL is right now. He played a massive role, obviously from narrating it, how much fun he was having it, but selling it. Because you know what John Madden had, and I've spent the last 12 hours thinking about him, and a lot of people have opined on this. He might be one of the most relatable humans in the history of America. I was on a text chain with a bunch of people that own property in the Carmel Monterey area. John Madden also had property over there. I'm just going to take an educated guess. He's worth $500 million. That could be low. He has property all over Northern California. He was making $8 million back when athletes weren't making $8 million. John Madden is absolutely filthy rich. Yet he always felt like the opposite of the people that, let's face it, most of us despise now, the elites, right? The super rich who feel very out of touch. He felt very in touch. And if you watch the documentary that he had on Fox, he talked about touching all these people because he stayed on a bus. He didn't fly. He went through America for his entire career. And when my football career started at Cal Poly as a student assistant, it's where John Madden played and graduated from. It's a small Division I AA school uh, north of Santa Barbara, south of San Jose, right near the water. You know, it's a, it's a cool engineering school, not great with sports. Yet when John Madden went there, you know, they were obviously a little school. I learned last night on the documentary that he had started at the University of Oregon. A year or two after he graduated, he was coaching at Allen Hancock Uh, I think it's a junior college. It was at least when I was in college. I think when John was there, I'm not sure. But the Cal Poly plane where the students, where the football team and administration was on, got into a crash and several people died. And when I was working, I think in 07 or 08 for the football program, the Spanos family that owns the Chargers gave a bunch of money and helped basically uh, add to the football stadium, which looked like a high school football stadium. And they made it really cool on one side. They added some boxes. They kind of modernized it. And they put this huge memorial. I think it was 12 or 14 people that died in the crash. Now, Madden has denied that his fear of flying was not that incident because he wasn't on the plane. He just knew people on the plane. He claimed it was being uh, claustrophobic. But many people that were alive at the time and stories around the program were always that that rattled John from a flying standpoint. He obviously had to when he was an NFL coach. But, so there are connections that like, I, I don't know. And you know me, I, I'm not some fake fraud just saying this because it's a cool thing to say. It rattled me. And I was thinking about this. And I got to send Coach Reed a text over the next couple nights. There was a moment when I was in the NFL. Someone asked recently, have you ever been starstruck? And I, like, I listen, because of the job I've done, uh, been around pretty famous people. And it's really only happened... Now, I don't know actors or musicians. Maybe if I met you know, some musicians or actors, who knows? But when it comes to athletes, it's only happened one time. And I met Joe Montana. We had a normal conversation downtown San Francisco that I, uh, that I started. It was Brett Favre. And I thought about this the last couple of nights. It was a game that we were supposed to play on Sunday Night Football. And the game got pushed back till Tuesday and Favre was out. And Favre came to the uh, to where our offices were 
to see Marty Morningwig and Andy Reid, which he had known, obviously, for, I mean, at the time, 15 years. <clears throat> I remember walking by Brett and just being awestruck. I, I, I couldn't say anything. And it really hit me last night that talking about the greatest narrator in the history of the NFL and one of the greatest salesmen in the history of the NFL, obviously, if you just watch Brett Favre on mute, he was an all-time great player. Won back-to-back-to-back MVPs. Won a Super Bowl. One of the more exciting athletes of the last 30 years. But John Madden, who bought all the fucking Brett Favre stock, took him to another level. Made him one of the most special players in the history of sports. Well, I'm serious. Made him somewhat of like this mythological... Because most of us, and where I was in the 90s when I just consumed Fox NFL games... I don't know Brett Favre or ever going to know John Madden or ever going to think about working in the NFL. I'm just a 10, 12-year-old. And Brett Favre was, there wasn't anything like him, according to John Madden. And a lot of kids like me, let's face it, Brett Favre's popularity in the 90s in terms of athletics, probably beside Michael Jordan, weren't many higher than him. Maybe Ken Griffey Jr. And I think John Madden played a huge, huge role in Brett Favre the hype machine around him that he earned and deserved. But when John gave you the stamp of approval, there was no, there was no going back. And anyone that's done a deep dive on some of John Madden's calls, he called the Brady Belichick Super Bowl against the greatest show on turf. And Tom Brady leads them on that game winning drive that sets up an Adam Vinatieri game winning kick. And right when the drive starts, I think there's like a minute 40 left. And looking back, it shows you Belichick had balls. Bill Belichick was not Bill Belichick then. Kept the pedal to the metal, played to win, Super Bowl champs. John Madden said, I would run the clock out and go to overtime. I would not do this. This is as as a coach. And John Madden, you know, a lot of coaches, or excuse me, a lot of people on TV, let's face it, are pretty terrible now. They don't say anything. I, I think if I knew Tony Romo, I would like him a lot personally. I listened to his game last week because I, I don't watch that many Tony Romo, Jim Nance games because usually in the afternoon window, the AFC game is on mute. The Niner game's on television for me. That's the audio or an NFC game is. And I thought Tony Romo, again, like the human being, was pretty cheesy. Not really my style. <laughs> and I've heard some people talk like he's kind of jumped the shark. I kind of felt that a little bit. And because I think he's kind of trying to copy John Madden. And maybe some of it's his personality, but I I feel like he's gone a little too extreme. Like, be you, bro. John Madden was true to himself. But John Madden in that drive on the Super Bowl, Tom Brady leads him on the drive. Adam Vinatieri's coming out, and he looks at Pat. Well, we don't see him, but over the microphone and says, I just got goosebumps. It's like he knew. Think about the big guy. Went all in on Favre. Even before that, went all in on LT. Went all in on Tom Brady. Also in that game, he said, this guy reminds me of Joe Montana. I heard Colin going on this rant about the guy being brilliant. Anyone that knows business and people in the business community in California have heard stories about Madden doing real estate deals. The guy gets kind of painted like this big, goofy football guy, which he is. He's an all-time football guy. When you think football guys... I think Bill Walsh, Bill Belichick, Al Davis, John Madden. The guy was an elite businessman. Why I I might be lowballing him at $500 million. Obviously, the video game played a huge role. Anyone my generation played the shit out of that video game. People younger than me are still playing that video game. I, I remember playing that video game 12 hours a day my freshman year in college. 
2003, I would be the Denver Broncos when they had Clinton Portis, and I was unstoppable. Everyone would also play with Michael Vick. You would run around. Or you would play with, uh, you know, I'd also play with the 49ers and run Terrell Owens on slant routes and deep crossers and just dump the ball and let them do the rest. Obviously, we know him for a lot. I actually think, and listen, people around that listen to me, you know, that my other podcast think I can be a Raider hater. I was lucky enough to do Raiders post game for several years and be a big part of training camp and get to go and be on the inside. I will always say this. When you get a front row seat with the Raiders, they do. And listen, I have a front row seat now with the Niners. It doesn't quite feel the same. The Raiders feel like a collegiate operation. Their players from the 60s and 70s aren't just around in training camp. They're around 365. George Atkinson is like Mark Davis's best friend. Willie Brown is around that organization every single day. You feel it. It it really is. If you love sports and you love the passion behind the history of stuff, and I don't claim to be some big sports historian. I'm a big believer of looking forward. I do appreciate the past, though. And it's a powerful thing to be around. And that team in the 70s that John Madden was the head coach for is one of the, if I could choose some teams that I did not get to watch because of when I was born, they would be on the short list. You know, the Showtime Lakers, the 70 Raiders, the Big Red Machine. I wish I would have got to watch, you know, like Jack Nicholas and Arnold Palmer's career. Like there would be a short list of things I would want to consume. And the way people talked about Kenny the Snake Stabler, but the, the thing about that team, which they are known arguably as the craziest bunch of dudes in the history of sports, the booze, the drugs, but most importantly, the wins. And John Madden, and they said it on the documentary, he wasn't big on dressing up. You know who's not big on dressing up? Us in California. Because you know what we realize? It doesn't fucking matter whether you have a tie on or not. I can do a $100 million deal with my shirt off over the computer. Not saying that I've done a $100 million deal, but my point is that us in California don't get consumed with dress. The people, the Northeast, they're always like, you got to be wearing the right things. We don't even think like that. It's not in our ethos. You just get the job done. Just produce. You know, I mean, some of our richest people wear sweatshirts to work. And I think our, and being working for Coach Reed when he was in Philadelphia, he's wired like a California guy. And I know him and John Madden have a good relationship. Everyone that knew John Madden had a really good relationship with him. But I don't think that Raider team, from just a pure sports standpoint, gets enough credit for being just an all-time, just Al Davis in the peak of his powers was the general manager and the owner. John Madden was the coach. Kenny the Snake Stabler was the quarterback. They had Hall of Famers basically at every position group. The only team that they struggled to beat was really the Pittsburgh Steelers. That He went to seven conference championships. He only won one, right? But he won a Super Bowl. And I'm glad he did. Because when you look at his football career, he literally accomplished anything. And everything. And I think that it speaks to his intelligence that he was able to do so many different things. There's an element of luck there. No doubt about it. No one would argue there wasn't luck involved in his career. That Al Davis, who was open-minded, made a 32-year-old the head coach. That probably wasn't going to happen anywhere else. Hell, Bill Walsh didn't get hired until like he was like 50. So you just never know. You need some help along the way. But when you get your opportunity, when you're talented, John Madden, all-time great winning percentage. Still to this day. And he led a team that was known, their best player, the quarterback, 
was known for say, making statements. Well, you could argue if you're older, best player might have been on defense, but that Kenny Stabler said you can study the uh, the playbook from the light of the jukebox. Tom Hanks, who's a Bay Area guy, signs his emails with a Kenny Stabler quote. Throw deep, baby. That's the quote. Throw deep, baby. Because Al Davis believed in throwing deep and playing defense. And that team broke all the rules on and off the field. And, you know, I, I actually thought about why Madden loved Favre so much. I wonder if he saw, and maybe he's been on record saying this, a lot of Kenny Stabler and Brett Favre. Southern, country hick, who could just ball. And I obviously didn't watch Kenny Stabler play. I mean, I've seen the football life in YouTube. But you watch Brett Favre, you're just drawn to him. And then overall, the brand of John Madden, there are certain human beings whose brand, I I would say, you know, uh, is just bigger than everything they've accomplished. Like there's nothing, there's not one thing they've accomplished that's as big as their overall brand. Like even Michael Jordan, for as big as the Jordan brand is, when you say Michael Jordan, you think six championships. The greatest killer to ever play. Tiger Woods changed the brand of Nike. I, I look, I have a TW hat on my ground. But when I think Tiger Woods, I think fist pumps winning golf tournaments. To me, you could argue Arnold Palmer, who I think when you say Arnold Palmer, people think the drink, people think a bunch of different things. He's obviously a major champion, one of the greatest sportsmen of all time. But he changed his sport. He led the golf, he created the golf channel. And that was before Tiger Woods. Like when you say Arnold Palmer, he's like, he's one of the biggest sports figures in the history of American sports because his name and his brand supersedes anything he accomplished, any individual thing he accomplished. And he accomplished a ton. I think John Madden falls under that category. And I think a huge reason that the NFL, I say all the time, Manning and Brady are the magic and Larry Bird of my generation John Madden would have to be like, you know, Bill Russell then. I mean, he just, without him creating, let's face it, football is the greatest television product when it comes to sports, and there's no close second. The ratings speak for it. The gambling speaks for it. Uh, The consumer tells you everything you need to know. The amount of money these networks are paying to get the rights to the sport speaks for itself. And they thought John Madden by far was the most important person to have at every single turn when it came to putting that game on television. Without television, who knows where the NFL's at? Television is the best thing that's ever happened to the NFL, and you could argue John Madden's the best thing that ever happened to NFL television. And people like me, before I ever played a snap in high school, before I ever probably, I heard John Madden on television calling football and making it fun, making it cool on Fox. And we could go, I mean, one of the greatest business deals in the history of American business is Fox putting all their chips in the middle of the table for the National Football League. They've never looked back. Rupert Murdoch, it's, it's truly one of the great business deals ever. And then the story is that John Madden negotiated his deal, even though Sandy Montag was his agent, with Rupert Murdoch. So I, they're just, like many, it, it felt like you lost someone you knew. You know why? Because everyone felt like they knew John Madden. In a day and age when so many people act fake and phony and are afraid to say whatever they feel, John Madden was just a real dude. And I, I said this, people ask all the time, like, why do you want to move to Arizona? Because I, I feel like a piece of, and listen, I take a lot of pride in being from Northern California, 
whether when I meet people from Sacramento, from Oakland, from San Francisco, from San Jose, from Stockton, from Lodi, anyone basically north of Fresno, I, I gravitate toward, when, when, especially when sports come up. And I, Ray Fossey died earlier this year. Now John Madden. Like there are core people, especially in what I do, that are disappearing. And it, it makes me sad because I think what they stood for, what they represented, you know, permeated through the whole area. And we just continue to lose that and kind of go in a weird direction. And, and, and it makes me sad. I mean, it, it felt like a piece of my childhood died. And I, I can imagine many people listening felt the same. And if you're younger than me, obviously the video game has resonated with you for a long period of time. And if you're older than me and lucky enough to watch him coach, to, or even some of his early years as a broadcaster in the 80s, when he was calling Joe Montana and LT and Walter Payton's games, um, we just lost, I mean, easily one of the most famous people of my lifetime, one of the most influential people of my lifetime, um, and, and let's just face it, one of the coolest guys of my lifetime. Let me tell you about my friends at FanDuel. Playoffs are almost here. And to help you stay on top of the action, FanDuel Sportsbook is giving you a $10 bonus when you place $20 in same-game parlay bets. Bet on a single game or spread your bets across multiple matchups. It's up to you. As long as you bet $20 in same-game parlays during the same week of NFL action. Do you know what I like this weekend? The Chiefs play the Bengals. Probably the best game of the weekend. I can't wait for it. I like the Chiefs to cover. I like Travis Kelsey when he returns from the COVID list to score a touchdown. And I like Joe Burrow to throw a touchdown. So lock in some winners today. And you'll enjoy a $10 bonus on FanDuel. New to FanDuel Sportsbook? Sign up today with the promo code Colin to also receive a risk-free bet of up to $1,000. That's promo code Colin, so they know I sent you. Exclusively on FanDuel Sportsbook app. 21 and present in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund, $10. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Same game parlay available for multiple sports in all states on mobile and web. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42-ARIZONA, 1-800-GAMBLER, or visit fanduel.com slash RG, Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Virginia, 1-800-270-7117 for con- confidential help. Michigan, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789, Tennessee. Visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Warning, this product contains nicotine. 
Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bowl flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Okay, to football. If you want to gamble, gamble. Uh, download the FanDuel uh, app. Use the promo code uh, Colin, C-O-L-I-N. And there are two massive games on Friday, the college football playoffs, which I'm going to consume. I'm sure many people listening will as well. I'm going to be a little contrarian here. I was talking to an NFL executive earlier this season. He does all the major schools. And he spent a lot of time you know, in the SEC, and he's seen at Bama play for years. And he told me over the summer, he's like, I don't think Bama's going to be very good. And obviously, they ended up being the number one seed. But he's like, you know, if you look back on the season, they killed Georgia. But they eat alive Stenson Bennett, like Nick Saban. Stenson Bennett is never going to beat Nick Saban. I don't care if he's the quarterback of the New England Patriots. Nick Saban's going to beat that quarterback. But other teams throughout the season gave them a lot of trouble. They have question marks at their offensive line. Now they just lost a wide receiver. They, they easily could have lost three games this season. Hell, four. 
LSU gave them a run for their money. Auburn gave them a run for their money. They lost to A&M. They had moments during the season where they did not look like previous seasons Alabama. I think Nick would tell you over True Serum, this is not one of his most talented teams. They do have talented players. Bryce Young, Will Anderson, like they, they got a star left tackle. But top to bottom, it's not as good as last year. Because they had all those guys that are playing this year on the team last year. And they had, you know, they lost three first-round skill guys and several other players. He said he went to a game at Cincinnati. And listen, he's not, he's pro-SEC. He was blown away by Cincinnati. The size of their linemen, they have the number one corner in the country. And I've talked to three different teams that, again, it's December, but have him ranked as the number one corner in the country. This is clearly a big game for him. But this, they, they might have the number one corner in the country. Bama has the one sweet wide receiver because Mechie got hurt that transferred from, uh, from Ohio State. So if he can match up with them, they have an NFL quarterback too. Now, Bryce Young's better than the, the quarterback for Cincinnati. But I'm going to go with Cincinnati in an upset. I definitely like him plus 14 and a half. But I'm going to take a money line. And think about it. We haven't had like a historic upset in college sports in a long, long time. We, you, they happen. They've happened before Before I was born. They've happened early in my life. They will happen again. I think the Cincinnati Bearcats upset the Alabama Crimson Tide. The other game, I don't feel as good about this. I'm going with Jim Harbaugh. I'm rooting for Michigan. I just don't buy a team. And listen, McNamara, the quarterback for Michigan, is not Tom Brady. It's not Aaron Rodgers. But I am not going to go with you know, the dude, Stenson Bennett. I'm not picking him to win a big game. And I know his team's really good. But I just, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying Curry Smart in a big game. So I'm going Cincinnati, huge upset. I mean, I'm swinging for the fences on that. But I do think it's not as crazy as people think. And Michigan, more definitely of a coin flip game. I know they're an underdog, but they have an elite defensive line. They have the number one overall pick as a pass rusher. They also have another NFL pass rusher. Anytime you can rush the passer and just control the line of scrimmage, you got a chance. That's why everyone likes Georgia so much, because of their defensive line. Do they have pass rushers that are better than the two guys Michigan has? We're going to find out. I've also seen Jim Harbaugh. I know he's, he's never won a big game in college till this year. I watched him at 49ers win road playoff games. The guy won three road NFL playoff games. You don't think he could beat Kirby Smart in a neutral field game with clearly his best team of his seven, eight years at Michigan? I like Michigan. So I'm going Cincinnati, massive upset, and I'm going Harbaugh, finally gets it done. Now, I wouldn't mind if I'm wrong and Alabama makes it and we get Harbaugh saving. I'm cool with that too. But I I think this weekend, uh, or not this weekend, but Friday, which is basically the weekend for us in America because of New Year's Eve, is going to be fun. And I think things are going to get a little weird. If you've watched Alabama start to finish. Now, I was, I was shocked how good they played against Georgia, but Saban owns Georgia. And he has Bryce Young against Stenson Bennett. But I'm telling you, I, I think Cincinnati is pretty freaking good. I know they didn't play as well down the stretch, but they were really, really... I, I watched that Notre Dame game because I wanted to see the hype. And they lived up to the hype. And they kicked Notre Dame's butt. The score was closer than what I witnessed. So, well, obviously, uh, some big NFL games this weekend. I'll react to them all 
uh, or at least some of them Sunday and Monday, and then we'll just keep on rolling. But uh, RIP John Madden, have a good time. New Year's Eve, don't get too crazy. Maybe get crazy. Do do you. Do I'm a big believer. You do whatever the hell you want to do. Have fun. Be responsible. Get a little, uh, get a nice little kiss at midnight. I'll be sound asleep. There's probably no chance I'm up past 10. Uh, but I like getting up early. Other than that, Happy New Year. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 